Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio inside the Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. It's time for Travel Safely with Brian Mulligan. Travel Safely is presented by Applied Information, creator of the Travel Safely smartphone app. We've got a great panel of speakers to talk to you from all walks of life, from the public sector, the private sector, from the political area, arena, and, uh, and I think you're going to get a real perspective about all the parties that are required to be involved to solve this transportation problem. My first duty is to welcome you all today to the what we call the Infrastructure Automotive Technology Laboratory. I'm Brian Mulligan, President of Applied Information, but today I'm the Director of the IATL, as we're calling it, which is a private sector lab that we've stood, off, stood up to try and help solve the traffic problems that we all face. There's a real vision of connected vehicles, and connected vehicles can potentially provide a great help in solving the problem of the fatalities and the congestion that we face. Everything connected to everything changes everything, and we've seen that with smartphones and so forth. And so uh, I want to extend a very special welcome to you all, and particularly Lieutenant Governor Jeff Duncan. Thanks so much for joining us today. A few folks to thank and recognize Senator, State Senator Brandon Beach. Thanks, thanks so much. Uh, Technology Association of Georgia, Larry Williams. Chairwoman of, the, of Gwinnett County, Charlotte Nash. District 1 for Fulton County, Liz Hausman. The Chairman of Fulton County, Rob Pitts. Mike Dudgeon of the Lieutenant Governor's Office. Mike, thanks for coming and for participating in the workshop this morning. Tyler Abdoms with the Governor's Office and State Representatives Todd Jones and Chuck Martin. Our distributors, our channel partners, our speakers, our customers, our consultants, and all the other people that I've forgotten to mention who are going to be mad at me going forward. The world is run by people who show up. We've all decided to show up today, so now our choice is only this. Do we want to lead or do we want to follow? And I'm just so grateful to be able to participate in an environment of local, county, regional, state government that chooses to lead. We've got the city of Marietta, of Alpharetta, the city of Atlanta, the state of Georgia, Gwinnett County, and so forth, and the private sector here and technology companies which are choosing to lead. You're going to hear from the thought leaders in the public sector and the private sector around connected vehicles and what we're doing and how this initiative that we've got going here is going to change the world. But before we hear from them, I want to recognize a couple of folks. First of all, it's Chris and Jackie Haywood, whose son Liam died in a left-turn accident. This is the kind of thing that connected vehicles can help prevent. And we've developed some technology, which is piloted in the lab and in Gwinnett County and Alpharetta, to help solve this problem and make a better world. And so this gives us the sense of urgency that we need to get this done so that the loss that Chris and Jackie suffered is not repeated. I want to recognize all the folks in uniform. You see a nice big fire truck in the front. It's not just an accident. These are the guys who fight their way through traffic every day to try and reach you when you're having a stroke, a heart attack, or have had an accident, or heaven forbid, an opioid event as part of this opioid epidemic, where the data shows that they save 60 seconds in the response to one of these incidents, 
And if you want to know how long 60 seconds is when you're having a heart attack, everybody in the room, start holding your breath. And I'm not going to go through it, but it's a really long time. In fact, I'm going to call up Bill Bruton here from the city of Marietta, who stood in front of his citizen. He had the guts to put a countdown timer uh, on the wall behind him. And he said, you want to know how long 60 seconds is? Start holding your breath. And he started the timer. <laughs> we were all awkwardly shuffling from foot to foot. It was a really long time. So calling out Chief McCullers, Chief Sanders, Chief Milligan, John Robson, and all the men and women in uniform, you're part of this thing, getting you guys to help us is part of this business of connected vehicles, and so we thank you for your service. So on that note, I'd like to go into the other speakers who we've got. We're fortunate to be located in the great city of Alpharetta, and so I'd like to hand over to the Honorable Jim Gilbert, who's the mayor of the city of, uh, of Alpharetta, to welcome you on behalf of Alpharetta. Welcome to Alpharetta, everyone. A lot of familiar faces, so it's not the first time many of you have been here. And actually, as I look out, a lot of you have more to do with the facility that we're standing in and the progress that we've made over the last 10 years than I have. But I am blessed because I am the mayor of Alpharetta, and I consider myself the luckiest man on earth to be able to stand up here and talk about this great city and the great people who make it happen. For those of you that haven't been here before, much of what you see in this community didn't exist 30 years ago. It was primarily a very rural suburban community. And with the foresight of people like Ross Perot and local leadership, both private and public, they have been able to build this into an innovative community. Not just a place where business is done, but where innovation takes place, where creativity takes place, and a community that thrives in that environment. And because of that, the work of the 425 employees of the city of Alpharetta has paid off tremendously over the years. And so it's to the benefit of everyone in this community that we've been able to attract people like you, people who are thought leaders in the private and public sector, people who are creative, people who know technology a lot better than the mayor of Alpharetta, who was a real estate agent before he ran for office. So thank you for being here. Thank you to be here to celebrate this. I want to thank Brian and everyone that's been involved in this. You know, IATL, I really had no idea. Brian just let me in on a little something a moment ago. For several years, I had the opportunity on our city council to be the liaison to public safety, which is an honor to be able to support the men and women who keep our businesses, our homes, our schools, and our people safe. And in those conversations over the past few years, one of the priorities that came forward was the opportunity to invest in a technology that would allow, believe this or not, we do have a little bit of traffic around here. And so it is a concern for a community with congestion several hours a day to get public safety where they need to be to save lives and protect people. And so we talked about technology that was on the horizon that would allow them the men and women who save lives and protect lives, to get to the scene and do their jobs more efficiently and more safely, to save lives. And I believe the tagline I saw was save lives and reduce traffic. You had me at both of those. And we looked into the technology, and we found out that, indeed, it could help our men and women save lives, especially in congested situations, by changing the signals rather than... You know, every time I'm on the road and I hear a siren, 
I freeze because I never know where it's coming. So I'm stopped in the middle of traffic and they're behind me and I don't even know it for 20 seconds or something. So we looked into that technology. As a government, we try to be innovative and protect our residents and use technology when we can. And we started investigating, found out that it was a possible solution. And so we went out to the public with a RFP request for a proposal. Brian told me that actually this concept, this facility, was being thought about and discussed at that time. But because we put that out, they were afraid to say anything because they thought it might be some, taken as some type of collusion or interference if they announced they were doing it before we selected a provider. But fortunately, it worked out for all of us. So we did incorporate the technology. I appreciate all of our, our fire and public safety officials here that are helping get that technology implemented now. We're excited about it, and we're excited about this facility because this is another symbol of what can happen with cooperation of, of a great community like the city of Alpharetta with great staff, with great public safety employees, and great commitment from the private sector to invest in a facility that can serve us all. So thank you all for being here. I want to thank all of you that made this day possible. Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, I'm Kerry Armstrong. I will begin the list of reasons I'm here. But first of all, inexplicably, I may be the happiest guy in the room. Brian deservedly should be. But as you look around the room and what's happening here and what's happening in the space next door, which you need to tour if you haven't yet, is a remarkable accomplishment for the community and for the region. First and foremost, as an evil developer, I've worked with Pope and Land Enterprises, the world's best, finest, and somehow humblest commercial real estate development company in the world. Many of my colleagues, Larry Kelly and others, are here today. And we had this project that we were very proud of and had some ideas on what to do with. We knew it needed to be technology-laden and it needed to be at Epicenter. And then I ran into Brian and a guy named Bill Wells. And uh, you know that look your dog gets you when you do something stupid, that sort of a... Well, they started talking about connected vehicles and CV to X and all these fabulous things and what it could do. And I didn't understand it, but I knew it needed to be here. So uh, we started working on that, and one thing led to another. With my involvement with the Atlanta Regional Commission, I know firsthand from all of our communities throughout the 20-county region when it comes to transportation that this is important. This saves lives. And improves the quality of life of our citizens. The technology is out there. Let's all get out of each other's way and bring it to the table. And that's what got started. Luckily, I'm a part of the North Fulton Community Improvement District. Many of our board members are here today, and they also leapt at the chance. Once they understood what the opportunity was, they said, let's go in, and went all in and made sure that all of the intersections within our district, about 55 of them, had the full boat of technology which coincidentally was happening with the, the uh, technology that the city was installing for signal preemption. So for one reason or another, the Chamber of Commerce, you name it, this place has become an important place on the planet. We, we pride ourselves and kid ourselves, maybe, that this is the epicenter of the connected vehicle future in the world. And right now we're standing in the first full-scale deployment of connected vehicle technology anywhere. And people all over the world are noticing it. And they're coming to us, and they're coming to talk to us, and we're excited about that. So I am very happy and very proud to be a part of all of this. I've made a number of wonderful new friends in the process, and I've learned a lot of the stuff that I will forget by the end of the day. But this is the place, 
and right next door there's going to be collaboration from all over the world, everybody involved in the connected vehicle industries, uh, and it's going to be a part of our life and changing every day, and it's going to be happening right there. So thank you all for being here. I'm just proud to be among you. And I'll introduce Andrew Heath. Andrew is the uh, traffic engineer for the state of Georgia. Thank you, Carrie. Again, I'm Andrew Heath. I'm the state traffic engineer for Georgia DOT. I'm here on behalf of Commissioner Russell McMurray. Commissioner McMurray sends his apologies. He is currently up at USDOT in D.C. meeting with Secretary Elaine Chow to discuss a number of issues surrounding transportation, one of which includes connected vehicle technology, which is why we're here today. Um, before I begin, I just want to quickly thank a number of people. One, Commissioner McMurray, our State Transportation Board, the General Assembly, Senator Beach, Lieutenant Governor Duncan, and Mike especially, and also Governor Kemp, for not only empowering GDOT to be the most innovative DOT in the country, but asking and making us be the most innovative DOT in the country. We've got a tremendous amount of latitude at DOT to push the envelope, and it makes our job meaningful, and it makes it fun, too. Our motivation behind connected vehicle technology is very simple. About five years ago, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration put out a study that said connected vehicle technology can prevent 80 to 90% of all crashes. That's crashes, serious injuries, fatalities, 80 to 90%. So that begs the question, why is a DOT not doing everything it can to take advantage of this technology right now? Right, and that's our motivation of a DOT. We got into the connected vehicle space with our first deployment about three years ago, and we've had a number of deployments over those three years. And the motivation behind that is to deploy, 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 and beg the question from not only the public sector, but the private sector, OEMs, federal, local, let's get this technology out there. Let's start making safety and mobility better. Right? And that's our primary motivation, to be the national leader to get this technology out on the ground. We appreciate the support from all levels of government, all the way from the federal government down to the local government, the technology sector, and OEMs as well. We need your help in what's going on in the regulatory environment. We do have concern for the recent statements made by the Federal Communications Commission about withdrawing some of the currently allocated safety spectrum down from 75 megahertz to 30 megahertz. We believe that's a bad thing to do right now, and we need this entire room's support talking to your elected officials, talking to the FCC to make sure we are protecting the entirety of that spectrum. Right? We are standing at an inflection point right now where this technology is ready, it's being deployed, and it is about to be into vehicles on a mass scale, and now we are talking about pulling back. That's something we don't want to do, so we need your help in doing that. So in summary, thank you for allowing GDOT to be here. Thank you for having us. Thanks for your support, for being a great partner in what we're trying to do. And we look forward to continuing to be the most innovative DOT in the country and to be the center of connected vehicle technology in the nation. So thank you very much. Thanks, Henry. That, that was great. So what it may be like is to ask the exit stage left, the public sector representatives and the, some of our private sector partners. Yeah. And what I'm actually going to do is ask each of the folks in turn to self-introduce themselves. It's, it'll make for a slightly quicker event. And, and I know some people are rushing to catch planes and so forth. I'm going to ask uh, Shailen to come up and he's also got a time commitment. Make a few remarks. Shailen Batt, President and CEO of ITS America and really motivated for the traffic to be good to get to the airport uh, this afternoon. So whatever we need to turn on, let's get that 
<laughs> let's let's roll, right? So, uh, you know, we just had the public sector folks come down, and I, I heard the mayor and the lieutenant governor is here. Before I took this job, and ITS America is an association of public sector agencies, private sector companies, and academia coming together to say, how do we use technology to make the world safer, greener, smarter? Before this, I took this job. I was the Secretary of Transportation for the state of Colorado, uh, for the state of Delaware, a little different size. And then I was at USDOT. And in all of my time in transportation, we've always talked about, let's get towards zero deaths. Uh, how many people in the room have family? OK, good. Uh, how many of those people get in a car? Every single, every single person, every single day. And everything we do for our loved ones is, how do we make this safer, right? So you know, I used to dream of driving a sports car. I drive the safest possible vehicles because I have daughters that are six and four, right? And I made in, intentional decisions around that. And I, I put a mat down in the tub where they, where they you know, have their baths so they don't slip and fall. The most dangerous thing that our loved ones do every single day is get in a vehicle, right? And, and we assume that of the 36,000 deaths that occur every single year, it's not going to be because, quite frankly, I'm the best driver I've ever met. Right? Nobody is a better driver than me, and all 300 million Americans think the exact same thing. And yet, every year there are thousands of crashes and thousands of fatalities. And so this idea that we're going to connect vehicles, connect infrastructure to provide safety, not just for connected vehicles and infrastructure, but for first responders who are out there. Some of the, uh, uh, the most dangerous place to be in this country is on the side of a highway responding to a crash. And I really thank the folks in uniform that go out there every single day and our, our state DOT and city folks. So there are multiple benefits, and I am so grateful to the leadership here for making Alpharetta and the metro Atlanta region a leader nationally and also, say, globally. I go around the world and I speak. And in fact, I was in China last year, and they were like, it's America is going to speak now. I was like, it's actually ITS America. <laughs> Particularly for any national security issues, I, this is not America. <laughs> we'll be very clear on that. But when we go out there and we talk about how we are keeping our place of leadership in the world, we want to make sure that when folks are talking about connected vehicle, autonomous uh, vehicles, technology solutions that are going to drive the 21st century, that they're talking about what's going on in the United States, and they're talking about what's going on here in Georgia. Uh, and so thank you very much, and keep at it. Thank you. Good afternoon. My name is Jovan Zagaetz. I'm the head of connected vehicle technologies at Ford Motor Company. This community is a shining example of how not to shy away from engaging the changes that we see now in the technologies that are coming our way. Instead, take the bull by the horn and actually horns and actually do something about them with these technologies to save lives and to improve mobility around, uh, around our country. One indicator of how disruptive these technologies are is in the mix of people that we have here in this room today. How often do you see traffic engineers, OEMs, tech companies, network providers, the great support that we see here in the, in, the, in the whole value chain in the transportation industry come together and talk about the same problem? Probably never. So this is, a, this is really a great opportunity for us to actually start addressing common problems by leveraging the technology which is now enabling all of that. Until not so long ago, the only thing that actually connected us was the pavement and the rubber in the, in the wheels uh, of our cars. But now we have a technology that uh, will force us to actually do a lot more together. What is now the realm of an automobile 
It's the infrastructure. What's the realm of the infrastructure? It's the automobile. So things are kind of getting merged together. I personally believe that this relationship is absolutely critical for us to be able to achieve that 80, 90 percent reduction in, in traffic accidents across the country. And this particular facility here is, is something that's absolutely needed for us to be able to exploit those relationships and get them where they need to be. So again, congratulations for, for this great opening here, and I'm, I'm hoping to see you soon again. Good afternoon. I'm Jim Meisner. I'm with Qualcomm. And my, my job at Qualcomm is, uh, well, I have several jobs, but my primary job is the V2X ecosystem globally. And so I'm happy to be here because you make my job easy. This is the bright and shiny light uh, that was shown on me, well, well, exposed to me, what, about six months ago. We've been enthusiastic about this. And why are we at Qualcomm enthusiastic? Because the underlying technologies are, are things that we work on. It's not every day that you can work on a technology that ostensibly really makes our lives better, but here very substantially because it could save lives. And because of that, we're very, very proud to be the underpinning technology behind some of the innovation that we hope to see very shortly on streets around here. And those streets around here would include you know, the road users, which are you, our uniformed confederates here with, with regard to emergency services, and our children. And so we are at the tipping point. We are basically at the cusp of a, a grand deployment that when I start to see these, these, these instantiations that lead up to 5G and beyond, starting here in Georgia, I'd be proud to say that I was associated with you and I was here at this very auspicious day. So I congratulate the community for doing the heavy lift to making this happen. Hi, I'm Cameron Corsi. I'm Vice President of Advanced Technical Solutions within AT&T. And I have a very personal reason why I believe in IATL. About five years ago, my son was in a single car accident at Spaghetti Junction. And for those of you who aren't familiar with Atlanta, Spaghetti Junction is a large interchange of highways and it is a spaghetti mess. And fortunately, no one was hurt. It was a single car accident, but he was the cause of a massive traffic jam for sure. And as we were going through that experience, his mother and I were converging from different locations to try to reach him on a rainy day with traffic that was impossible to get through. We finally reached him after about an hour. He had become a vulnerable road user by that time. And that is a term that's used in the industry about people or objects uh, such as bicycles, cyclists, people who ride scooters, who are not in vehicles at the time but are still vulnerable, and they need to be protected as well. So I'm taking you down a little bit of a different road than where everybody else was taking you here in that we do need to care for everybody who is in the vehicles, but we need to care for all of those people who aren't as well and who could be the victims of being struck by a vehicle. The good thing about technology can be used for both good and bad purposes, can it? We see it all the time. What we want to do in our world is try to use that technology for good. So what I've been about for the past few years, we call it the Internet of Things. We're trying to connect almost everything on the face of the planet, right? 
because we believe that when you connect things, you make them smart, and you're able to do things that you couldn't otherwise. So we've been connecting over the years, uh, more than just vehicles, we've been connecting scooters and bicycles and, and, and things like that, and, and, well, people with their smartphones. As this technology matures, there becomes the ability, through the work of 5G Automotive Association, hopefully through some of the things that we do here in IATL, to take into the, the commercial world what's called vehicle-to-pedestrian, V2P, where if you are a vulnerable road user who's using a smartphone or you're on one of these bikes or motorcycles or something else that can communicate either directly to a vehicle or through infrastructure to vehicles, you can keep these uh, accidents from happening where uh, people are struck. That is one of the things that I would love to see as, a, as an AT&T person and as an individual we work on together in IATL. So I do, again, want to also say, along with what everybody else has said, this is a wonderful endeavor. We look forward to being a part of it. As we change over, I'd like to introduce Lieutenant Governor Jeff Duncan, who's been a key champion of bringing technology to Georgia. So, Lieutenant Governor. Thank you very much. I, I took a couple of risks today. So I was getting dressed this morning. I got the kids out the door. We, we just live a few exits north of here. We've got three kids. And my wife goes, so what time are you going to be home? I said, I'm going to be home early today. I said, my last event is... Uh, in Alpharetta, I've got a speech. And she goes, oh, really? You've got a speech? Are you not going to wear a tie? And I said, well, I'm going to be in a room full of technology people. I'm going to go without the tie today. So fortunately, it, it looks like I, I blend right in. The, the other risk I took is it's like, all right, so my speech is going to be about technology and transportation. I feel pretty good about this. I'm not going to bring any notes. So my, my staff at the Capitol is like, are you prepared for this? I got this. I got this. These are my people. There's, there's Carter. I didn't even see Carter out there. So it's great to see so many friends uh, so many folks that, that I've, in the private sector have been involved in. It's great to have Senator Brandon Beach here, a great friend and ally of not only this community, but uh, of the Senate and of our Transportation Committee. Thank you for being here. So I want to compliment Alpharetta, all right? So this is, this is where I grew up. And I went to Chattahoochee High School just a few miles from here. And I've gotten to see the 30 years that, that somebody talked about of, of growth and opportunity. Uh, some of you all have heard me before. I think at a TAG event a few months ago I spoke about this. But... When we moved here from out of town, we stayed at this little residence inn off of Windward Parkway. And my, my dad, you know, he was getting used to the new job, and we were shuttling off, off and on to school. And I looked at my dad, and I said, why in the world would Marriott build this residence inn on a two-lane road with nothing but pine trees and a stop sign at the end of it? And he said, well, they know something we don't. Obviously, that's been the case. Alpharetta has been intentional for 30 years of laying the groundwork for what we see here today I don't know if the number is 700, 800, but the technology companies that are in and around this community, the ecosystem that has been built inside this community uh, has spilled over into so many other communities around the area. I want to compliment you as a community for it. It's been neat to be a part of it. And it's truly shaped me not only as, as a business person, I, all the companies I've been involved in, I've started several companies in this area and sold them, sold a couple of them. I wish I could have sold them all. Not all of them worked. It, it, it's kind of woven into who I am and what, what I'm about. It's about innovation. It's about what's the problem to solve and how can you create a collaborative environment to solve those problems. And this area has done really well. And it's really spilled over into my mindset as a lieutenant governor. You know, this big idea of wanting to be the technology capital of the East Coast didn't just start 
by, you know, Mike and I just falling off. We, we, we grew up in this area. This is where we cut our teeth. This is where we've raised our families and run our businesses. And we've seen how valuable it is to have a mindset wrapped around a technology and innovation and creating those environments. And that's what we want to do here in Georgia. What we're seeing here today, what we're seeing this collaborative kind of event, but collaborative effort in general, is because hopefully folks are recognizing that Georgia is a great place to come, to, to bring your big ideas, to if your talent, talents are wrapped around technology and innovation, bring your talent here, stay here, invest here, bring your dollars here, because he, what we want to do here in Georgia is to continue to provide an environment where we can solve lots of problems, right? We've got transportation technology here. We've got uh, cyber tech in Augusta. We've got health IT that's growing. We've got all these opportunities to, to innovate around big ideas. And if, if we can continue to do that, I think the, the energy we create is going to truly lead to being the technology capital of the East Coast. The specific technology here today is, is awesome. And actually, it's, it's, it makes me feel good. Mike, Mike was with me on the whole campaign trail, and he got to see this. One of the most contentious issues, as I was begging for this job of being lieutenant governor, which most days feels like a good idea. When, I was, when we were out campaigning, one of the most contentious issues was wrapped around transportation. And as I talked about transportation, I, was, I articulated a more sophisticated approach, one that wasn't just about, hey, we're going to solve all the problems in, in the state, traffic problems and safety problems by pouring more concrete and by you know, building taller overpasses and buying more rebar, it's a cumulative effort. We've got to come at this with, yes, we need infrastructure. Yes, we need technology. Yes, we need an understanding of enhanced rideshare networks. Yes, we need to understand what potentially work-from-home opportunities look like. There's this collaborative effort that needs to come together to create an opportunity for us to really truly sink our teeth into how we solve issues around transportation and safety. So. The other part that I think is really encouraging to me is, is, this is this is what we've cooked up in the recipe in our office when we talk about this, this big idea about being the technology capital of the East Coast, is the government is not very good at making decisions. I don't know if you all figured that out yet, right? No offense if you work with the government. I do, so I can say it. But the private sector gets it, and we've got to continue to figure out ways to energize and create partnerships with the private sector. And, and for a number of reasons. One, it, it does help offset the cost structure. You're able to have equal investments. But you also get the, the, this, this constant push for innovation. Right? Government's never going to have a strong enough push around innovation. They're not going to have a strong enough push around embracing new ideas. And so the private sector does that. You're more nimble, right? And quite honestly, if you break it down, you've got shareholders to report to. You, they they want to continue to be out in front of, of the big ideas. And so... Uh, thank you to the private sector, all the companies that are represented both here in Georgia and from outside of Georgia. Thanks for, for making the investment here in Georgia. Uh, thank you for so many people in the community that have come together. Thank you for all the groups that have pulled this together. And, and certainly our office is going to continue to, to lean into this community in a way that allows us to continue to move our agenda forward. But also for us to be able to point to other industries is to say, hey, let, let me give you a little tutorial about how this is done. Let me show you the folks over here and how they've done it. Let me share with you a few of their phone numbers so that you can, you can see exactly what it looks like to build a grassroots effort behind a big idea. I, I try to close each speech by, by, by talking about Georgia's best days are in front of us because they are. And I work for 11 million Georgians, right? That's, some days that's easier than others. Democrats, Republicans, independents, everybody in between. But to, to watch... What we're going to see done, the, the good work, the cumulative good work of this group here today, as, as a father of three kids, the safety efforts, absolutely, it's huge. I, I can't imagine what it's going to do in the lives of all of us in this room from a safety perspective, but also from an infrastructure, from a, from a traffic, from a transport, overall transportation perspective. 
It's going to put us light years in front of our competition. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for the, the commitment to this, and have a great weekend. Thank you. First of all, thanks so much for the Lieutenant Governor for coming out and, and sharing that vision with us. What we're going to do now is, is just recognize the fact that we just didn't do this on our own, that we in the private sector, we needed help from visionaries who helped us realize these ideas. And uh, so we've got some awards here, and it's going to give me a great pleasure to hand these out to the folks who really kick-started Connected vehicles and this technology epicenter, as Kerry put it, where this is the world epicenter of connected vehicles. I'd like to recognize Tim Cox. Tim Cox was with the uh, City of Marietta's traffic department, and he was the first guy to get it. That really the combination of mobile network operators, cell phone companies, direct radios, is going to make the paramedics work better. We're going to have an app called Travel Safely that's going to provide connectivity to your smartphone. So, Tim, I'd like to invite you to come up. And uh, while Tim's walking up, I'd like Bill Bruton to, to join us as well. And the reason being is that you can't just make change in an, uh, in, in an environment where you're in an island. And so the city of Marietta provided the environment to succeed. And I'd like to recognize the city of Marietta as the first fully connected a city in the nation where every traffic device was fully connected. Next up was a group of folks uh, from the city of Atlanta, and Faye DeMassimo and Kerry Lord led the way in deploying the next level of technology in their smart corridor in North Avenue. Kerry, I'd like you to make your way up. Josh Rohn, who's the new commissioner of the DOT, who wasn't able to make it today, but like uh, Gary Brantley from the City of Atlanta to join us to receive their awards because it was really the, the City of Atlanta and the North Avenue Smart Corridor which helped make this all a reality where we had both suburban areas as well as downtown Atlanta being able to participate in, in this connected vehicle technology. Next up is an interesting confluence of events, which uh, there's a long story behind it. It started in a Cracker Barrel breakfast, and that led us to the situation where we are today with creating Alpharetta and uh, the North Fulton CID and the IATL as the world epicenter of connected vehicles, as we shamelessly share. So I'd like to invite Kerry Armstrong. Kerry, uh, as you know, is a civic leader wearing a multiple of hats and chairman of the Atlanta Regional Commission, the North Fulton CID. But we don't recognize that. We just call him visionary techno geek. <laughs> the North Fulton CID, I'd like Senator Brandon Beach to join us because we recognize that both Kerry as well as the North Fulton CID have been instrumental in, the, in deploying this. An award to, to Russell McMurray, who's uh, the commissioner of the Georgia Department of Transportation. I'd like, Andrew, if you could come up and receive his award. And I'd like to, you know, to call this the Georgia Out in a Limb Award, where, uh, where he put, put Georgia out in a limb, embracing all the different radio technologies, embracing the car companies, the technology companies. And that's the, really the, uh, the game changer that allowed this technology here to flourish. And closing the, the last award is in fact uh, in recognition of, of the state of Georgia and the environment 
the Lieutenant Governor and the others have, have created, which allows the public sector and the private sector to flourish together to change the world. Okay, th thank, thanks, th th thank you very much. Thank you very much.